GXP Podcast. Chatting with the coolest people from across the Midwest who do some awesome things. <laughs> We've been at this a minute. <laughs> and that's the podcast. Thanks for coming out. See you next year. Yeah, we love it. Now, here's your host, Brian Lee. gentlemen yeah. episode 82 thanks everybody who's been tuning in and downloading and listening we have gus we do good morning evening wherever you're at uh, gus in the studio man uh, how are you we also got Lori as well we have uh we have this beautiful Shout out. hey say something uh uh, salamander likes its delicious tomato said. Salamander likes its delicious tomatoes. I think I've already in my dick mode for sure. Let's know now. Boy, that worked out really well. <laughs> you know? Suck, that's for sure, man. Right on. Rock and roll, bud. Gus Gustafsson. What's up, buddy? What up, man? Oh, my God. You're sitting in front of me. I haven't seen you in years. I've known you literally for 20 plus. Brandon. Oh, my gosh. Welcome to GXP Podcast Studios. (laughs) Dude, and I tell you what, I am blown out of my mind. Uh, I've done tons of podcasts, and I've done some really shitty ones, and I walked in some really uh, sketchy joints. This is not one. Thank you, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, thanks to uh, the Soundbox Studios for hooking this up for us. Uh, Rich and Jay Lim have done a great job. You guys got to uh, meet Jay Lim earlier and check out, uh, you know, the actual uh, studio here. What happened, man? Did you burn your shirt or something? I mean, I don't know. Hey, no, you know what? Yeah, Fuck yeah, it. Yeah, this yeah. is not gonna be an issue. It's just an issue for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah. got you, man. Yeah, it's all good. Okay. Um, Gus, thanks so much for making the trek down here uh, to Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and hanging out with us on the GXP podcast. I mean, it took me eight hours to get here, man. So, 
It was a long, 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 long Fucking ride your bike or something? (laughs) (laughs) Essentially something like that. But no, uh, honestly, thank you so much. Uh, It's so weird. You know, we're not too far away from each other. I just am never in town, ever. Um, When I do come back here, it's, you know, this town has changed so much since I left in 2007. And um, this town has we both know has been very good to me. I have nothing negative outside of a couple of rests, whatever. Um, but this town has been really cool, man. And it's cool to come back. And, uh, I always learned something in my life that it's cool to get in and get out as quick as possible. And so you don't, and I'm annoying as fuck. So I don't, I don't think that's true, man. Um, uh, I don't find you annoying at all. I'm like I said, I've known you for over 20 years now. And it started when I was DJing in places here and there. And you were security because you're a very small, unintimidating man. That's why you do security. If you see this guy, he's a fucking Viking. Even though you found out you're not, but either which way, yeah. you're a fucking Viking. Can I tell you a story about that, though? That's, <laughs> that's really important to me. Because my whole life, I'm, I'm 47 years old. I'm almost 50 years old. And so my whole life, my last name is Gustafson. So, um, so, <laughs> so know that, you know, so my, my grandfather Arve came from Norway. And my grandmother Florence is from Duluth, Minnesota. And her Folks are from Norway. So it all would automatically put me in a Viking position. But my, however, my father was um, adopted. So the story is when my grandmother Florence died, she, at, and she was, we're very blessed to have kept her in home. And she, she died in her bed in her sleep. And she was just, dude, this is a chick that would smoke a pack of Virginia Slims in an hour and drink a, a fifth of black velvet. But every morning she'd wake up, go get her head, hair did, and uh, her split hot dog sandwich at Sweezy's in Cherokee, Iowa. The fact that you referred to your grandmother as a chick means that she's cool as fuck. Dude. dude <laughs> you know? I mean, that, really, right? I, Brian, I'm telling you this when I'm serious, when she uh, drinks drinks with a penis straw. <laughs> It's, it's not just her; it's all of her friends, man. Like, it's like fuck. It's a collaboration of just horny old fucking rich chicks, dude. Like, it's a. But she was just the sweetest, and she. Uh, she I don't like honestly. I've like, never heard anybody describe their grandmother that way. Dude, she was just that rad, though. She hung out with a bunch of horny chicks yeah. and drank fucking penis straws. I mean, she grew up on a fucking farm for her life, and then all of a sudden she got the lavish, you know. And it was it, it was so. <laughs> I mean, dude, even the home itself outside of the white granite that they have flown in, the house itself is just like a, it's a fucking ranch, dude, right? And we're talking about multimillionaires, right? In a fucking ranch. The reason why? Because it was uh, three houses. Oh, Jesus, did you get it? We just had somebody fall on the ground. I'm sorry. Brian. It's not uh, true. It's not. You're right. It's not not true. Um, GXP podcast is not liable. It's, yes. Uh <laughs> And it was three houses away from this beautiful church they went to, man. And I was like, fuck, dude. And she had she seashell um, mirrors. And uh, she wanted one thing for my grandfather. She wanted a pink bathroom with a sunken-in tub uh, bath and uh, French doors. That was like, And the carpet was like that big pink as fuck. Like shag, like super but, but, thick, but yeah. Pink. You couldn't find that shit, like pink. Just puffy. He just, yeah. she wanted one thing, is that fucking room. Did he do it? 
Oh fuck yeah, he did. Yeah, he did it. But he this has thing was to. it was jammed and uh and you know what? I got to I got to shower or bathe. I guess I yeah, we all got to because that was the only bathroom. Mm, maybe. I don't remember the other. I don't know. I was young. <laughs> maybe I nah. Yeah, that was the only bathroom, so that or outside. But we're right next to a church and, and backyard is somebody else's neighbor. So. so let's get back to the basics here. Where are you from, man? Like, well, where was I you was, born? I was born. Where was you born? Where was uh, you born? I was born in Cedar Falls, Iowa. Yeah. In 1974, I believe, on a Thursday at 3.30 a.m. Super specific. I'm per, no, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I made up all lies. And uh, I, I'm from Cedar Falls. Eh? Yeah. It'd be fun. Rest, you know, yeah. I'm a numbers guy, so if yeah. I'm close to it, it's not a, it's not a lose for me. And uh, where'd you go to high school? And, oh, and graduated from Cedar Falls High School, and then I went to college at Hawkeye Tech in Waterloo uh, as an artist. But then I found out there's no money in art, so that didn't work out very. Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, bud. Yeah, hey. yeah. But uh, it looks like everything, um, you know, kind of worked out for you here. Uh, fast forward, how did I meet you in Cedar Rapids? Like, I don't remember the exact first time I met you, but I remember being around you a lot in the early 2000s. No shit, right? A lot. I think it was important. Uh, well, yes, correct in saying that. I think that um, both of us kept our ear to the ground very close because we wanted to know the busiest place with the hottest chicks and you know and, and really honestly who made money who didn't like we didn't want like don't get me wrong yeah. i'd like to hang out with the hobos too but at that point in time i had a mission man and you did the same thing so i had a really good friend at the time uh which we've kind of you know we're still friends but i haven't seen him in a long time his name is andrew kelly man and you guys clicked like no other. And I was super jealous of this relationship that you guys had. And I knew yeah, why, man. because you have the same first names. Yeah. And you're like, never call me that. Ever. And I will never say it. Oh, you right? son of a bitch. Well, you, you, no, I didn't, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. No, I'm just saying. Won't. But uh, my buddy Andrew Kelly and you were like tight as fuck. And he was like my best friend. And I'm like, that I think is how I know you. Well, here's the thing, though. This is odd. Andrew's an amazing dude, as you know. I love him to death. But... Um, I'm going to be, listen, we got a long fucking show, but I'm going to be very honest, dude. I, I didn't really grow my grown up penis until like shortly after when we first met. So I didn't really, I like, I was, I was a introvert. It is the weirdest yeah? thing. Yeah. Oh gosh. Horrible. Cause I was always, so my sister is a rock and roll singer. Right. And I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah man. Uh, and she and she does very well and you know s state choir and just i mean it's amy gustafson you know schnozberry is uh free yeah. and man, i didn't I, know that was your sister my sister brother i uh, just got a new wrinkle in my brain today yeah but so so <laughs> i've yeah. always amy's little brother right and you know i was like fuck dude because she is a rocker man uh and i just wanted to create something different man you know but i didn't know how about and um i'll be honest dude uh it's a f jack off. I was a drunk and a fucking drug addict, and I didn't give a shit, dude. Um, you know, working. I never seen you that way. Ah, I guess. bullshit. 
Well, I, I guess I never noticed it or, you know, to be honest with you, it didn't make an impression on me. No. Um, and that sucks that you went through that. And I'm glad that you're in a better spot now for sure, 100%. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. I feel like at that point in time, that's kind of when I met you. And I always thought of you as a great dude. Like um, every single interaction I had with you was pleasant. And well, we're we're buddies because of it. This is true. However, <clears throat> there's a whole bunch of different gusts. Not that I'm saying that I'm uh, multiple personality, but when I drank, man, fuck, dude, you know, uh, the fungus, and then more drinks, m- less fungus, and then more drinks is really not nobody likes. And then the fourth one is like get arrested. So, um, that's the only your second whole... beer, and we're no, gonna no. keep it at that. No, no, <laughs> it's a, no, it's a, it's just, but it's a, it's. I have to talk about it because you don't get any better if you don't as you confess should, to the as you should the shit that you did in the past, man. Yeah. So it is what it is. But you, you know, here's the thing. Uh, like I said, I've known you for 20 years now, yeah, and um, all of a sudden, you just took a different path at some uh, at some certain point to where. I stayed working in Cedar Rapids because I had young kids at the time and mm. I had to do what I had to do. And you went out mm. and did other things. And the first thing I remember you doing that was extraordinary that I heard about was working on Fear Factor. Correct. I was a uh, production assistant in security for Joe Rogan from 2000 to 2000. Well, um, so I worked in Las Vegas. So the company is called Lock and Key. And they own the production companies, but we did location shots in Las Vegas. And that's how that was all actually hooked up by my buddy Debo, which is a history known security guy, bodyguard for multiple people. And we clicked, man. Like there was a tour. uh, It was head PE, Papa Roach and Static X. Yeah. And uh, he was with Head PE. He's always been the bass tech, you know, with those cats. And that's right when I think Broke, uh, the album Broke, yeah. Broke in yeah. 2000. And I met this dude, but he was in, I think he came to Cedar Rapids with, uh, he was a bodyguard for Aaron Lewis. And they came through and they played and he stopped in the store because I opened a Hot Topic in 2000. Yeah. And then, <laughs> which, all right, I mean, uh, who, you know, uh, <laughs> you still look like uh, you shop there. I'm t- all day long. Yeah. <laughs> you should see the bone in my nose. You just dude. need more turquoise, yeah. and I'll call you fucking uh, Agree, Struggle Jennings. You hey, know? Like I said, you should see the bone in my nose, man. It's huge. It's like a fucking tomahawk. <laughs> uh, but uh, hey, so I ended up meeting this cat, man, and uh, he invited me to the show. Did we partied and fucking uh, invited me out to the fuck am I talking about? Where, where am I? Are you? I don't know. I'm asking. No, you're talking about, uh, you know, head uh, uh, static X. No, no, no. What happened? What what was the question? The the question was, is like, you know, how'd you end up on Fear Factor? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Dude, (laughs) fucking. Damn you, you fucking weed. So, um. What flower? I don't know what you're calling it. Hey, hey, go away. Hey, go. Close, close, close. close. Jesus, these heathens walk in this door, man. Trying to give us weed, throw it at us, and in our mouths and stuff. The artist next door is like, man, those podcast guys are fucking on a different level. It's not the artist next door. (laughs) Not formerly known as Prince, by the way, uh, because he's not around. But, uh, yeah, man. uh, So, this dude, Debo, um. Uh, we just became fast friends, man, which is a true story in life. Uh, and then, um, 
Yeah, man. And then he was like, hey, uh, Fear Factor is coming in town. He was, I don't know the fuck. Dude. And you're out in Vegas at this time. I was not. No? I was, no, man. Okay. I was in Cedar Rapids, buddy. Uh, and they were like, hey, uh, my buddy's like, hey, we got a location shoot for, I don't know, like three weeks to a month or whatever the fuck it was. And I was like, all right, cool. And uh, I don't know. I think I was wearing that. Mm, oh, it was Hot Topic. That's why I left. Yeah, I went to Vegas. And then that's when he was like, hey, yeah. man, we got this location shoot. Uh, and we ended up working for Fear Factor, and we did like the Luxor slide down the Luxor, grab the flags. Uh, we did Fremont Street with the zip. We did um, we did all kinds of shit, man. Uh, how was working with Rogan, man? Like this is young Rogan at the time, like uh, basically still trying to be a comedian. Um, coming up oh. in the game and, and, and then, you know, he wasn't a household name. Like he was on like a show at the time, um, you know, like a sitcom or something like that. No, no, no. Or, I mean, you're real close, like not within a couple of years. So the only thing that everything that every time I see that motherfucker, I'm like, dude, don't ever fire your manager. And if you do, let me hire him. But you know, it's not happening right now. I don't have Joe Rogan's manager. So right. that dude has put him in every single beautiful spot in his life. His, his manager has. His manager is fucking amazing, dude. Like true story, dude. We got, uh and you know, I, and I apologize because your viewers are gonna crucify me, but crucify me. But uh, let's say, you know, fuck that shit. Let's get some fuck education here. I mean, we got Rogan viewers that uh, hey. view us as well, for sure. Look at you, Joe Rogan, uh, reality TV show. He's speaking. Oh yeah, he's speaking into his phone right now. So I got oh I can't talk I can't wait to talk about my LASIK surgery. <laughs> she doesn't even know this shit yet. I'm pissed off. Sucks getting old, doesn't it, man? But you have you no know? clue, dude. I'm so pissed off right now. We're not that far apart in age, man. <laughs> you look great, dude. You look great. By the way, you let, me tell you, let me tell you how beautiful you were today. Thank you. you look I fucking, appreciate that. Yeah, man. Sure, yeah. sure, you know. I, you know, I lost about 30 pounds. And sure? I, well, I, you were never a big guy. Well, I did for good. a while there because I was mad at myself and I just made stupid decisions, you know, yeah. uh, you know, with eating and everything. And it was sugar and carbs. There are some girls that like their clothes. You, if you're going to talk, you better get in that microphone, lady. Yeah, here, 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 here's the, yeah, here's the deal, Lori. I'm still big enough to be like a kind of big boy. <laughs> so. But there are some girls that just like big boys. Yeah, I, like I know. Big boys. Yeah, well, and but he's a beautiful yeah. big boy, you know. Oh, oh, but yeah, but so I want you to have some meat on your bones. Yeah. I want to uh, feel like if somebody breaks in the house, you're going to protect yeah. me, not me. Protect you're not going to use them like your boyfriend as a club. Right. right. <laughs> well, bong. <laughs> bong. No, there's yeah. nothing wrong with being. No, there's big, nothing. Yeah. I find that very no, sexy. I, and you know, that's that's funny that you say that, Lori, is because. Um, was it a TV network or what? Like, uh, what was the name of that show, man? That we, uh, I'm looking for it right now, but it was like. Oh, sorry. Lori, do we need to make you take your boots off? She's wearing yes. very 14 inch. Uh, like mason boots with That's fine. steel yeah. toes. Yeah. Uh. It's metal. But uh, what you're saying about big boys, though, um, I noticed that, like, you can be a little portly as a man yeah. and look good, like, 
you know, in the face. And women like that. Love they, it. They do. Love it. But unfortunately for women, like, they have this image in their head that they have to be this Barbie doll. And no. No, you don't. A little bit of thickness is yep. fucking okay? dope. Hell yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh. Are we but talking I about... want it in the belly and like at the shoulders, but right. the guys want the Guys have ass. to have strong like shoulders and like women like to feel that. Like yes. you can have a belly, but if you're strong up top, like you're like, fuck yeah, I don't yes. give a shit. So all, to all the big boys out there, you are sexy. Trust oh. me. Hey, you hey, are sexy. hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Oh, yeah. Thank God, Gus. God damn. I'll tell you what. We hit the jackpot, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, news news radio. And, I, you know, when I feel like a piece oh, of... Oh, news radio. Crap, yeah, yeah that's what he was in. Yeah. So he did news radio, of course, Fear Factor. But he did a whole bunch of, like, shorts, too, man. Like, I'm yeah. looking at uh, his IMDB, uh, and it's fucking impeccable. Well, it's like. funny because I started this podcast because listening to him. Yeah. And oh. I was like, well, fuck. You don't I know him. so many people in this community <laughs> that I could just literally go down my friends list on Facebook right. and Instagram and be like, would you like to be on my show? Would you like to be on my show? And why would you not? And, and, the thing and now it's, I'm grateful to every single person, including you guys. But like, we're to a point now, like where I got to turn people away because people ask to come on and I'm like, I don't. And don't feel, hey, listen, don't feel bad about that. I do. No, don't. You know what? Here's the thing. Always be picky. You don't. You know me though. I'm a softy. But you don't become super successful dealing with fucking hobos. And I don't. And I don't personally in my lifetime. I don't do. I don't do that shit. Regardless, whatever field I'm working, whatever I'm doing, because it's like a calico cat, you know. Uh, Well, I feel that every person that graces these microphones is definitely not a hobo. No, it, Be- you know, so we, we had to talk because before. you've done something in the community. Yeah, yeah. It's about positive people doing positive things. It's not. And again, I love the fact that you said in the community, because you know what? It's not even about what we did in Europe or wherever the, like, right, dude. And, and I'm very thankful that it took me a long time to come out of the clouds, man. For, and we'll get to those stories, you know, but, uh, I was, I was, I was just, I mean, a, you know, I was a fucking megastar, you know? And Tell us more about that, though. Are you? I'm just saying. She raised I, her I, hand. I, I'm just saying <laughs> the story of your, when you left Iowa. Yeah, I want to hear And this. went to California. The, the tenacity and the perseverance, like you have, like you made it happen. You went there with nothing. It's a great story. Yeah, yeah let's hear it. I'll tell Please. You so, how this all started, and if we want to go into that, um, well, let's just honestly let, let's go back. Uh, Two thousand, uh, I think, as we talked, opened a hot topic in the mall back in the day when uh, general managers and and uh, regional managers had dreadlocks and big giant fucking boots and chains and shit, and I loved it. And uh, I was, I am from Cedar Falls, Waterloo, Iowa, and. <laughs> And never, outside of just uh, occasional, you know, road trips, uh, never really been out of that town. So, um, well, I mean, I'm, it's not like I've never been. I, I've been to Chicago, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, so, and I think I was managing a, uh, Ace Hardware in Cedar Falls, 
1999. Almost kicked out of every single bar in that town because I like to fight. Um, all right, surprise. Uh, and I was just fucking. I'm a Viking. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or <laughs> well, now Polish and Irish. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you thought you were a Viking. You know what I thought I was we're, a Viking. We're gonna we're gonna stick with Viking. Yeah, I'm good with that. There's <laughs> I'm still. I'm sure there's Irish Polish Vikings somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, they just uh, didn't make it because they're killed by Vikings. Right. <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers are hungry, but uh, yeah. And so. I moved to Cedar Rapids in 2000, man, um, knowing that uh, me and Mike McCormick were going to open up a Hot Topic in Lindell Mall. Um, and we did, man. And we hired these kids. And we actually, we, when we walked into this room, it was just like plaster walls painted black and a concrete floor. So we put all the slats. We drilled them in. We, we built that store. Um, and that was... That was like, man, I tell you what, in any kind of job I've ever had in my lifetime, this was the funnest motherfucker. Again, I had not left Waterloo Cedar Falls to go really anywhere. And we've all shopped in Hot Topic, so it's, I mean, you know how I love it. Junkos, yeah. Who doesn't wear? You know what? Bring Junkos back. I want them like a bell tower. Boom, boom, boom. Just joke. However, I did like those pants. Jinkos, the Jinkos, Jinkos, Jinkos. I had Jinkos. Yeah, it was crazy. I think it's, is it pronounced Jinkos or Junko? I, I thought I always said Jinko, but that doesn't make sense because it's J N C O. So it'd be Jinko. It was Jinko. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, but, right, uh, I'm articulate. I'm I lived there. in Dubuque at the time. You know, oh, in, in the late nineties, a lot of shit. You know, uh, Riverwater and East. Yeah, Dubuque, and so like I had to go to the buckle to get Massimo shirts and Jinkos. Mm -hmm. Oh my yeah. god, not the buckle. Yeah, yeah. well, you had that. to. That's only that or uh, Yonkers had them. Yep, I remember. Yeah, that. and they were huge. And my parents were like, "Why would you want to dig that far into your back pocket to get your wallet?" And I'm like, "I don't know." But you know what? But I want them. But I, because nobody can get that far into it to grab Well, it. before that, I wore uh, Levi's Silver Tabs baggy fit. Oh, you know, remember listen. the baggy? Oh, oh, but, oh shit. And here's the thing, man. Or I, the it, Adidas it, basketball it, pants that had the I'm not going to lie to you. It really took me until like last year that I found out the perfect gene for me. And I don't fuck around. I don't slap it. It's, it's uh, Savage by, um, by the Buckle. Yeah. And. It's the exact way, and it sucks, man, because they're like $100 each pair, but fuck it, dude. You know what? Uh, if I'm going to go out in my bar tabs, you know, or my, my whatever is, oh, look at me now, fucking clickety-clack. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, if it's 100 bucks, it's 100 bucks. but anyways, moving on. It, it, but it is, what, and you know what? You're particular. You're a very nice dressed man. You know, I was against, Always. like, skinny jeans for a long time because I was, like, the, the loose fit, the baggy, like, the whole 90s style up until, like, two years ago, and I was like, my kids are like, you know, Dad. Wow, <laughs> you know, Dad. You should try some skinny jeans. And I'm like, what? No, and now I wear them. And, and it, it's a trip, dude, when you grow up. Yeah, like, I mean, look at this shit. Look, no, you look, you, know, you look beautiful. You look, by the way, uh, anybody that's listening to DJ Brinley, uh, this guy's fucking dope. Uh, no, any girl did it. Hey, he's a single man, by the way. Yeah. I still have. Uh, and I love Jordans. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the Jordans. <laughs> Always. Right on, dude. Let me see those summer guns, dude. Yeah, those are the eights. Yeah, oh, shit, son. Those are good, dude. Yeah, bud. Yeah. 
dig that, dude. They're 25 years old. Fucking for real, though, man. Those fucking are badass, buddy. Listen, so I had a pair of Reeboks, man. It's almost the same color, black and purple, and had a little teal on there. Man, those things are glitter. Nice. And it's got that purple and teal. So my mm-hmm. one of my favorite colors is seafoam green. Love, look at that hat right there. But let's get back to the jeans. So what jeans are you wearing on top? Gus is going nuts over my shoes. I got one shoe off right now. Because he hasn't seen those since literally 1994. I still have the pair of jeans I wore to my first OzFest, which was when Static X was on the main stage. Right on, bud. Cheers. Thank you. They're a little bit snug than they were back then, but they have... You still have the jeans from your first Ozfest? First Ozfest ever, ever. And I still have the same jeans, and they have the same holes, and they were still... I mean, I bought them from a thrift store when I bought them back in 2000. Lori, how young are you? So we can put... 1977. Okay, all right. So we can put an age on these jeans here. Yeah, I'm 44. Okay, yeah, you're a young lady. Yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would I... never guess you have 44, yeah. actually. Yeah. Oh, no. Hey, I mean... Gus, nice work, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, no, it, it, absolutely, man. I, I wouldn't I'm let blessed. go of these jeans. And, they've, and, I, and you was, still have them? It was the moment I fell in love with heavy metal music. I will never forget the moment. Walking over that hill and hearing Static X playing STEM. STEM! Exactly. And that's, that's a great song, by the way. You know what? That's a diamond. Hey, and by the way, anybody that knows this, so um, Rob Zombie, Mudvayne, Dope, and Static X are uh, at, this is the summer tour this year. And I'm going to blow my fucking mind out. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, shout out to Marcus. Hell yeah. That used to be our guitar tech for Hell yeah. Now he's the guitar player for. Uh, hell yeah. Oh. Uh, second good bag up guitar player. Ready? Hell yeah. Everybody that's listening, like, you know what? 
I forgot that I love Static fucking X, it's man. Fucking beautiful, like man. It. You know? All right, here we go. So, going back into so moved out to uh, I moved to at that point in time that would have been Buena Park, California, and I lived there for a very short while, and then um, as I mentioned, Dustin or Debo and his wife had built and bought a house in Las Vegas. So I moved in and, um, he was just, I don't not, I mean, Debo always, like I said, man, that this dude is, you know, been doing security for years, man. And so this dude knew everybody years very close to the ground and, uh, picked up on this jam about fear factor. And, uh, he was like, Hey man, do you want to come, uh, you want to come hang out on a shoot? We're shooting down on Fremont. I was like, yeah, of course, dude. I've never seen that shit live before. Yeah. So I went down there, and uh, he introduced me to the producer. And he was like, what's your name? I said, Gus. He's like, a uh, interest in work. And I'm like, absolutely. So that relationship turned into two years. So um, that's how that Fear Factor story. So what was it like working on Fear Factor? I mean, you did a lot of the technical Fuck, stuff, right? Bullshit, and security. Dude. Dude. Like, a lot of hurry up and wait, right? No, hell no. As a production assistant, it's like the grindest bullshit, like sandbags. Because you understand sandbags around every light. Las Vegas is windy. And right. Because you got yeah. yeah, to anchor them. Yeah. So, yep. So sandbags around every light. And there we're talking about in a shot that is 100, 200, 350 yards. Close to 1,000 sandbags. So you're carrying sandbags. All That's what you did is carry sandbags. All day long. Yeah. Yep. And then when we got them all put, and then. And then you had to take them, take them back. Then it's time to do security, you know. So, I mean, you hump. And that's that's when I knew that I was working too hard. I mean, it's glorious to have that kind of um, badge or, or patch sure. or whatever the right. shit, whatever you want to call but it. this but is what people want to hear. Yeah, well. It's like, know. is it really all fucking glitz and Fuck grammar? No. No, hell no. None all. of it is. And here's the deal. One TV show is seven days. Yeah. And it's 14, 15, 16 hour days. Man. Yeah. And then we all go out and get drunk. And then we show up and we fucking do the same miserable yeah, Hung fun. over his balls well, and do it again. Right. Yeah. And at that point in time, that was Joe Rogan and his uh, assistant and then his hairstyles. Uh, um, was, yeah, he <laughs> now was he's a, bald. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ronald. Ronald was his name. He was a sweetheart, man. Uh, but he did, I mean, he did a good job for Joe. So I Yeah. Mean, and that show was, it was awesome, dude. Uh, no, it was. It, it was super cool because I remember watching it on primetime TV on NBC yeah. and everything else. Yeah. And I'm like, my guy Gus is working this. Like, even though you don't see him, like, I know he's there that's doing this shit. Yeah. And I was proud of you, man. I was just like, hell yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Like, it, it felt like because you hung around us for a little bit of, of time here in Cedar Rapids yeah. and we became friends, like, it felt like one of us made it. Like, I feel like, it we, like yeah. that's I feel how like it we, felt for us. I feel know? like... We worked almost at the home, like we were always in a bar working, yeah, like all the damn time. Because outside of yes, outside of the hot topic or uh, the strip club, I mean, when the strip club happened, and we'll talk about that as well. But like it fucking yeah, and 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 you know, I'm always like, uh, oh, one job, you guys can't even work one full time job, and here we are working from nine to five, and then from eight to four at a bar, and it's yeah. just like, and they're yeah. like, oh. Oh, I don't even want to have a full-time job. You know, that's the thing. Like, I have always known you as a really hard worker, but I didn't, you know, think about it because you and I were on the same type of, like, yeah, yeah. grind schedule, yeah, yeah, right? right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I've never had a negative interaction with no, you. No, and I ever. love that. You know Not what? Not once have I been like, 
well, you know, Gus and I this one time, but we're good now. Like, I've never, yeah. ever had that with you. It's like there's never been any reason to. No. Um, and, 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 again, I'm, I'm selective. I know. You know I know I'm, you are. So I, that's why I love that. Right. And, and here's the thing is that I love, I love uh, bulldogs. I love people that are like, oh, man. Hey, but just going out just with a heart on it. And I am so not that dude no more. Uh, but back in the day, man, if you came out with a heart on, I'm a fucking, uh, I'm going to put your fucking dick in the dirt, you know? Right, uh, and, right. Uh, and I did. And like I said, man, it's uh but everybody know. has a past, man. And so what? Yeah, like, yeah, if you yeah. learn from it, then I, you're yeah, good yeah. because you're a great dude. Like, yeah. I've never known you as that person. And, dude, I did some shit in, in my past and everything that I'm not proud of either. But if you learn from it and you become a better person to yeah, everybody else, yeah. which you have, and be successful, like, okay. um, You can talk about it and be like, hey, sorry right. about all that shit. Uh, Really didn't know who I was at that time. Yeah. You know, my big thing, I always, I, I guess to me, I was always like fight and flight. You right. Know, because in, it's not just this town, but Davenport, Chicago. Well, but, have, like, but I've got a, I got a whole family full of friends in each state, right. in each city. You know, so it is. Uh, and back that time, I was like, fuck, I burned this fucking town. I'm moving on. Well, and here's the deal. You're a target as well. You're a big ass man. And people are like, I'm going to see if I can fuck that dude up. And you're like, well, I tell you what, I, before you even think about fucking me up, I'm going to fuck you up and all your friends and the rest of this town. And yeah. fuck this bitch, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, that was how it was. Uh, but, but you're a better person now. Mm. And you realize, like, well, that doesn't mean anything. No. It doesn't mean anything. You know? I would tell you what. Um, and I only speak for myself and. I was not going to make this appointment. Fuck it. <clears throat> really what changed everything, man, for me, uh, I found a very center and a really cool balance with in Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's a true story, dude. Yeah. I've always believed in Jesus, but I didn't walk the walk. Um, And and when I say that, there, I mean, there's it could be so many sections of that that statement that you'd be like, Oh, you don't do that. You don't do that. I'm sinner by birth. I was born to kill. Obviously can't do it. It's not legal. And why? And I go 1000 miles an hour, man. And I just, that was the, one of the things that just really just kind of gave me that in India, as you heard earlier, things that give me very solitude and peace of mind. That's a true story. Um, because what I would like to do, is not legal. I mean, that's anybody. I mean, everybody's got, you know, everybody's an animal, you know. That's the thing that's true, is that everybody has that. But people that are in prison act on that natural instinct. reaction, yeah. instinct. I mean, yeah. that's the thing that, it, it's hard to live in a, in a society where everybody's like, oh, don't you do that. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. I mean, whatever it is. I mean, it's just absolutely exhausting when our natural instinct is just to do this. Well, to and kill. It's hunt. <laughs> you know, hunt and fucking gathering. kill. Really. Hunt, hunt and gathering. But right. I, yeah. I am the dude. And reproduce. Will, and reproduce. I'm that guy that will say it out loud. I was born to kill. Yeah. I am 6'5". 285 pounds now. Uh, you rolled your eyes on Well, because I think it might be skinnier. <laughs> You're like, damn it, I don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, we can go into those. No, I've too. seen this picture on Facebook of you looking like like uh, a warrior, uh, a Viking. Yeah. yeah, and I've seen that, and I'm like, God, this guy is fucking massive. And I see yeah. you, and you are massive, right? But when I first seen you today and I hugged you, yeah. and we hugged like two brothers hugged. Yeah. It's been a while. It yeah. wasn't like a hug. Yeah, right? agree, it yeah. was like, dude, I, mean, I, I fucking miss you, dude. Do. Did you? Oh, oh man, I've been working on that. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, I've been training it, you know, and it uh, no, acted. Man, uh, I'm you know, so blessed. I, like, you know, I'm so thankful no. to be here, dude. No, I'm man, so... I, I just love the fact that you're sitting in front of me. And, yeah. and here's the best part about us, Gus, is like I haven't seen you in years. Yeah. But we follow each other on social media yeah. and everything, right? But we have such a rapport from back in the day that it was like nothing skipped a beat when we seen each other no. today. And Lori, I'm, I'm sure yeah. you've seen that. Like, Just dude, this is my guy. Yeah, this is my man. guy. Fuck I yeah. Love that, dude. I, and that's why I wanted you on. And, and thank that's you so much love, for like thank literally you, coming down here and yeah. like sharing this experience. Like, I know you had to drive an hour. I don't give a shit. But, but, yeah. but thank you for all that because yeah. it is super cool. Now. Yeah. yeah, and if nothing else, like, okay, well, we could, like, uh, meet up, hang out, and go get some, you know, food and beers or As whatever. We shall, right. But let's record let's it. A, yeah, let's do and a podcast. still do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck it. <laughs> Man, I hope that you use all this shit, because I hope these people just want to sit back and be like, watch this shit show happen right here. Here's so. the best part, Gus, man. You came down here, you hung out with us, man, and you have done extraordinary things, and we've only hit the tip of the iceberg Oh, yeah, here. we haven't even started yet. We hit the tip of the iceberg here. Yeah, but. All right, I tell you what here. Um, let's get to that here in one second. All right, so, uh, so really kind of after going out to las vegas and i was there for about a year and a half and i was promised at that point in time and, and i guess it's you know promises but um i was told that me and my partner debo were going to open a business to provide security and and guitar techs basics i mean the whole line and then buses for tours because that's what he did and that's what i wanted to get into so i followed that dream because i really i've always love live music man it's just been and i'd loved not only the band but i loved like what was happening behind with the with the techs or the bus driver or the security guy specifically. no that's, that's a whole different world yeah. man you know i did lighting and sound tech for a long time for like yeah. big stages here in that's cedar a, rapids it is. that's what real work do yeah, but yeah we, dude it's it's a lot of work it's a job but uh that's an entirely different world that nobody knows about uh few i mean correct. there's a handful of people right. that know about it but like when you go to the shows and you see everything you're like wow that was amazing like to make that happen though mm -hmm. is Something. literally backbreaking uh it's some to none and that's that's really kind of the sad thing about the industry now is that um there's so many educated individuals that do sound lighting they do i mean they don't everything they've been pumping these boards in their hometowns for a long time the led yeah. screens yeah. all that stuff oh i mean just yeah. insane and you know what they don't get jobs because uh they don't know the people in the band or they don't don't know somebody so you're saying people who get educated in this don't get jobs i'm not going to say that people that go to full sale don't get jobs uh, because the the entertainment industry is a big one, right? So those are so these are friends that have left the the rock and roll or heavy metal industry and have gone on to be a manager for um, 
the Universal Marvels show that you know right, 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 right. so it's a great example of my buddy Chris that was a uh, tour manager for Seether and he went on to do the Marvel um, show that, right. that tour but it just it it pays better and here's the thing too is that in, in very open and honest like everybody thinks that being on tour with a rock and roll band or and, and I can't I can't speak for a few other gigs, man, or other people that they work with, but it's, it is a job, dude. And it's real fucking lonely unless, unless you want, I mean, obviously you're going to go out and fucking drink every fucking night. You're always going to meet tons of people, dude. Um, but in all honesty, like pff, maybe one out of a hundred times you might bring a girl on the bus and that, and when you're on the bus, you understand that you're with nine other fucking dudes you know, that are drunk, pissed off, fucking miss their families, not getting laid either, you know? So, I mean, and then, you know, when you try to, <laughs> when you try to do something, it's just, it's just, there's not enough. It's just, it's, it's a different world, man. Uh, what you're speaking about is what a lot of people don't speak about right. that are in the behind the scenes exactly. of how a road show or a concert yes. or a, right. uh, a TV show, everything happens, right? right. You know, um, I've had the privilege of, of working with a lot of this stuff sure. too, yeah. um, on a different level, like than you have, but yeah. I'm, I'm just going to let you know, man, like it is not all fucking cherries yeah. and fucking peaches. No, it's, it's actually a really lonely lifestyle. It is, you know, my, uh, I remember, um, it's great that you say that, Brian, because I remember specifically a phone call and I think I was, I don't know, somewhere in Florida, my sister, my sister's my best friend. And, uh, she called me and just to say hi, because, you know, I was 24 hours with Vinnie Paul, you know, um, I didn't have enough time to just sit down and just call my family or take care of bills. Cause remember I had a house, you know, here in, in yeah. Iowa, yeah, living in Las Vegas or Hollywood or wherever it was at, you know, I would still pay bills and child support. Uh, you know, because again, I mean, you have a child, I have a child, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. And she called and she was like, dude, are you even having a good time? And my exact word was no. You know, it's funny because both, you know, I, my kids have their own mothers. Yeah. So I have two different. Yeah. Baby mama. No, no, because I have two different kids' mothers. Yeah. Right. For each one of my childs. Yep. I don't like to say baby mom because yeah. they're good people. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That's very, you know? And I apologize. That's very No, no, that's fine. Um, however, like they check in on my well-being quite a bit. Because yeah. they're beautiful. like, Brian, you, you scare us sometimes. Because they love you. No. Mm, you, you I don't get, know if they love me. They just care about me as, you get quiet. as my kid's. You know, dad, yeah. and and I, you know, and yeah, I know you're a great um, dad. You're a great. I just, great you know, dude, it's yeah. uh, this lifestyle yeah. is a blessing and a curse. Yep. Yeah. It's the most difficult and most rewarding and narcissistic thing I've yeah. ever been 100%. involved in. Here's the thing: is that you know what? Ever uh, been involved? It's in. worse than a bartender because you don't have to sling drinks, and you know what? They can't wait to get on that stage to sing, and they can't wait to dance to your music. They can't. I mean, I get that. And the thing is, is that you control tempo, 
when you have that tempo. I control crowds. But they're well, That's yeah. right. What I'm saying. Yeah. I'm you, just, control, you control that B, man. And that's the thing. When you play with people's hearts, the fucking different story. You know, it. I'm a release for what I do for people to get out and get away from their everyday job. But yeah. that's my job. Yeah. Right? Um, I doing can't. Doing anything in the entertainment industry is the most mind-fucking thing mm-hmm. that you can ever get involved in. Agreed. Because as much as you want to be a regular person, guess what? You're not. <laughs> ever surprised. again. Yeah, ever no. again. No. Ever again. No. You're not. No. Everywhere he goes, Lori, it's, right? I realize how small the world is yeah. in that industry. Do you want to go out after this? Is. Do you want to see some shit happen tonight? Yeah. It's Saturday. Mm. Huh? If him and I go out, guess what's going to happen? It's like two fucking uh, beautiful chickens just walking in. <laughs> fucking coyotes. Like, I don't oh, mean really? to be a dick, but yeah. what's going to happen is pictures saying what's up to people yeah. all yeah. fucking night. And I don't. Yeah. And, and great. That feels good. Yeah. However, I want to go home. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to sit on my couch yeah. with my pit bull. Yeah, I'm so fun with that, dude. Like, it took me a long time. And honestly, I, and. And guess uh, what? But look, your son's We're still 18. doing it. Yeah, but your oh, son's yeah. And we're not going to stop. I know. I, I don't mean to cut you off, no, Lori. But cut her we're off. not going to stop. We're not going to stop. No, but, you know, here's no? the thing. Is that and, and why I won't love, we stop? Because well, here's the thing, But we, and I don't even want to call it abuse because we're so blessed to have that kind of life, <laughs> man. But in all honesty, there is, yeah, there's times where I just want to go to a damn bar and just sit there and just fucking go on my phone and just get fucking nerded out. You know, and drink fucking booze and do a shot and not even fucking deal with. You can't with do the, that now. Fuck no. What would be the first song you'd play on the jukebox? If we went to a bar yeah. tonight? Regulators. Oh. Mount up. That's the song. That's hey, the hey, by the oh, way. Um, oh, no. So the, the listening audience, and if you cut this, Brian, then cut my whole <laughs> show. But we are going to be... Um, battling in a DJ song at the end of this phone or this, excuse me, this a DJ song. Or DJ, right? Karaoke. Uh, we'll be singing karaoke songs, and whoever's the best wins that picture of that girl. You can you can have that. I don't care. No, about I want to win. I want to win. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just joking. Uh, no, I no. We're both going to be singing a song this evening, and then the viewing audience, <laughs> please, 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 post below. What would be the song you played on jukebox? First song. Me? Yep. First song. Lonely as the night. Ooh, nice. It's a good one. Well, it's getting close to summertime. So, Mr. Billy Thorpe, not to be confused with. Children of the Sun. Children of the Sun, correct. Dang it. That was uh, that one really threw me for a fucking schwendig for a long time. So, you know Billy Thorpe and Billy... Um, why am I missing that name? Billy Squire. Squire. Yeah. I thought that uh, Billy Squire did Children of the or um, yeah, Children of the Sun, and it's not as Billy Thorpe. It really hurt my feelings, and he's from Australia. And Salamander likes this delicious. Does anybody want to know what song I would play? What would you like? And you know what? That's I'm sorry, and that is very rude. Yes, what song, what song would you like? I would play Saga on the Loose. Oh shit! Huh? He's playing. Listen, he's playing. Oh, can you feel me? 
It is, dude. If you can't listen to this song, man, this is summer. Feel that? Oh, it's summer all day, and not think about like smell of coconut, fucking beach oil, and fucking hot chicks and bikinis. I mean, I don't want to be around you because this song is just absolutely spell summer. How bad do you want that picture right there? How bad? I just want to sing a song. Sing the song. I'm not singing this song, Laurie. What are you going to do to make sure he gets that picture? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to have to work for it. The thing is, I think I, like, I, I mean. So I'm just fantasizing that. Wow, wow, oh, wow. Oh, so you remember. You remember, uh, Polly Shore? Yeah, I know Pauly Shore. Okay. So when he did the, um, where he's on the farm? Uh, son-in-law. Son-in-law. Yes. So you remember the, the girl that he was like, you know, best friends trying to hook up with, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. On a very skinny, like, on crack story, her face is identical. She's got the same jawline lips and fucking eyes. I didn't know she had a face. Yeah, well, oh. I, mean, I see it all, man. <laughs> Hey, bud. Hey, 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 listen. I can't fucking hobgoblin without fucking, you know, the face. Cheers to that. Oh, boss. This song is so good. Dude, honestly, this doesn't make you think of fucking 90 degree weather, sunny, hot as fuck, smelling fucking coconut oil, man. Beer on fucking is so good. That sounds so good. Oh, dude. So tired, man. Fucking off the hook. No more gravity. 
Jesus Christ. I my horoscope said nothing about this today and I love it. I love it so much. I love it a lot. Gus Gustafsson. Hey, you want some of this? Lori. Come yeah. here. You trust me? Turn your palm over. Lori. Thank you, Gus Gustafsson! Yeah! GXP Podcast, ladies and gentlemen! Give them all way off the ledge Let me help you hold the clock against your 